0: And good morning and good evening everybody, this is V2A and we are live! Uh, welcome to The Freak Show everybody, and today, well let us introduce first of all who we have on the show. Uh, first of all we have Mechanized, how are you? Hello everyone, how are you? Okay,
1: you can hear me. <laughs> Got some technical issues okay, today. Okay, so, yeah.
0: So, mechanized. how are you? All good?
1: Yeah, all good. I survived another week, which was challenging. Yeah, I tried satellites for four days in a row, and guess how many spotted?
2: Nice.
0: No. And welcome, Skelly, from sunny Manchester.
2: You're fond of me lobster, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, yes. Uh, and, uh, and then over to Stig. How are you, sir?
3: absolutely chipper thank you very much for Excellent. asking
0: Excellent. and guys everybody on the show uh, everybody watching we would we are truly honored by one of the world's most epic people uh he loves mad max so much he moved country and opened a museum it's ad from the mad max 2 museum welcome sir and how are you
4: <laughs>
0: how, it, how are you again, doing AD?
4: excellent oh. uh,
0: and
2: what
4: although it's very very early in the morning very early the sun's not even up yet <laughs> so i've had to come down into the museum so that i don't make any noise in the house and wake anybody up so I'm oh. nice and peaceful relaxed, everything's perfect
0: wow perfect. the museum looks stunning in the background by the way it looks absolutely amazing
4: Thank you.
0: Thanks very much. So, uh, so uh, well. First of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am a massive fan of yours. Uh, I've I've uh, only briefly spoken to you, but I've I've read the stories. I've heard of the legend uh, of the guy, uh, <laughs> the English guy who loves Mad Max so much. So, in your own words, sir, uh, how did it start? Hmm. Back in the UK, what, yeah. What? How did it initially start? With with your love affection for Mad
4: Max. Uh, well, I, w- I was 18 at the time. This was 1982, and I'd never heard of Mad Max. Never heard, never seen any film. I didn't know anything at all about it. But at the time, I was really into bikes, motorbikes, and, and I got into b- building custom bikes and doing custom painting, that kind of thing. And um, and we used to uh, we used to be a few of us that used to ride around together. And uh, on this particular occasion, we, we, we were down at the local cafe in Bradford. We used to meet up there on a Saturday afternoon, uh, just for a coffee and decide where we were going to go for a ride that night and have a few beers. And a couple of the couple of the guys that used to ride with us said uh, they said, "Oh, Eddie," they said, you, "You've got to go see these two these two biker movies," um, and they told me about you know they, they said it's sort of called Mad Max. You know they said and. Uh, um, they, they try to explain the film to me, but they said you, we should go see We should go see him tonight. You've got to really see these biker films, and I wasn't interested at all. I, I, it was Saturday night for me; it was to get out to the pub, <laughs> have a few beers. But they convinced me. To go. They said you've got to go see him, so I went there with a little bit of an attitude. I thought this is just going to be Hollywood rubbish. Let's get this over with and get the last orders before you know before the pubs close. So I remember going to the cinema, and I remember, I mean, this is this is what well, this is nearly this is thirty eight years ago, so so. <laughs> Um, I remember it's clear as day. So I'm waiting for the first film to start, and immediately when the music starts and we start to see everything, um, I'm hooked. Just something about it. And I didn't know there were Australian films. Didn't, as I said, didn't know anything about it. And I watched the first film. Um, and my jaw was literally on the floor. I couldn't really believe what I would seen. This was we'd never seen anything like this before. So I thought, if this is the first film. What's the second film going to be like? <laughs> so we had this incredible. I remember the start of the film and 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 the sound of the the, the wind blowing and everything like that. And then we had this incredible narration by Harold Beige with the with the intro, which was incredible in itself. And then we had the camera pan out of the blower, uh, and then we were right into this action and that. And that was it. I was gone. My head was all over the place. We never got for last stories. <laughs> <office. laughs> well, I never got. <laughs> That shows, really how, yeah,
0: that shows how serious you were if you didn't get to the last orders. Oh, my gosh.
4: Well, that well, well, was I, remember, I was... Sat, <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, a bit of, a bit of the old Tetley's. But um, so, so I, was, I remember at the time I was living at home and, and I was. I got in and I was sat at the kitchen table. And, I, and I, I'm, I'm, sure I, I'm sure I would have my head in my hands or something thinking about these films. And uh, and my mum came in and she said to me, Is everything all right? And I and I just said to her, Look, you know, Mum, I said, I've just seen two of the most incredible films, um, but I could never really explain, you know, to you what they were like. And that's when we decided <laughs> at some point to, my mum to um to to see the film. The little bit of a funny thing about that was that um um when we got to the cinema, I don't know where it was, I don't know if it was in Murfield or somewhere, but anyway, we got we got to the So um, you took to your
1: mum?
4: I took my mum there, yes, <laughs> Ah, brilliant. And um, we were sat in the cinema, and it was full of punks and bikers. <laughs> and there's my little woman sat in this cinema watching, but she really enjoyed it. And that was really the start of it then. And and, and, and immediately then, I really wanted to know um, who would made the films, where they were made. You know, it, I just I had so many questions. But at the time, of, I mean, this was eighty. I think it was May of eighty two. And there was no, um, there was no internet, nothing like that, and the, and the only, the only magazines that were, or information that was available, really, were, were mainly about Mel Gibson, this up and coming, uh, new actor. That was it, really. I mean, there was, there was, there was a couple of write-ups in mags about, about, uh, about Mad Max, but really nothing that gave me juicy information. So what I had to do then, from years on, was just wait for it to come out on video and just really sit and watch it on video and dream about you know maybe living one day. which 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 character, oh,
2: which
0: character um, did you did you use to dream about being
4: oh well i tell you who i had the most impact and his performance was incredible for his first movie that was uh, it was wes it was yeah. Vernon wells i've, I've, I've I mean, he threw himself into the park, you know, and, and um, every every time we used to get any um, Australian shows or or anything like that, soaps on TV, um, I would I would sit and look and see if I could see him in anything else. You know, I was I was so taken by his, his performance, but but um, and, and 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 at the time. Um, my dream at the time was really to meet Vernon, which I have done a, on a couple of occasions now. But was to actually meet him, you know, and, and that was just an incredible. The first time I met him was down in Birmingham, I think, in two thousand and four, the convention, and it was just wonderful. It was just a pleasure to be around. Love, but exactly the opposite to what it's like yeah, in the film.
0: Yeah,
4: but, yeah. We had um, we, we had we had, so, so, had the so, luck
0: to meet him uh, last year in LA, and that was he, he he's he's yeah. great fun, a, a a real gentleman.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, I'm hoping we get him on soon.
0: Yeah
1: that would be yeah. fantastic.
0: So no, no. so before like we words. carry on with the story a quick shout out to everybody online so guys if you just post up who you are and where you are from the world uh we've got uh, we've got some war boys on there we've got freak bear i don't i don't know if you've ever we've got this um <laughs> we've got this character who's a oh a mascot, a mascot. he's like half man half well no. no it's like, it's like it's like a no. giant bear's head uh, so, so he yeah. he comes on stage with us, and he's he's absolutely awesome. We've got people from the uh, US, from Germany, from the UK, from Australia, uh, and Finland. Because uh, so mm. so um so you were initially watching uh, the two films. You took your mum along, who liked yes. it. What happened next? Yes. I blame Vernon uh, for that one. <laughs> Fair enough.
3: Fair enough. I blame him for a lot, yeah. Broad, sh- broad shoulders.
4: Um, well, well after that, that's when I it wasn't long after that That I then I, I then met Linda, my wife. Uh, well, which was obviously not the time, but I met Linda and our first date <laughs> um, Yeah, you know what's coming, don't you? Our first date was um, we we were going to see to the cinema <When> <laughs> It was, what happened back, actually it was at a friend's house on, on video, but what, what used to happen back in England, I, I don't, don't know if any of you remember, is when, when a film was very popular, they kept it on. Nowadays it's on for a few weeks, they make as much money as they can and then they get the next movie on. But with, with, with Mad Max or any popular film, it was kept on for as long as there was interest. So what we, what we literally did was, everywhere it was on in the Yorkshire region, uh, we'd check in the paper and, um, and we'd go and see it at that particular cinema. Um, and that was it. I suppose that was it, really. Um, j- just an, a, a, a bit of an interesting story about when um, I, I booked, uh, this was 86, and I'd, it was the start of 86, and I booked tickets uh, at the ABC Cinema in Bradford, and it was showing um, Mad Max 1, 2, and 3. It was a trilogy special. It was a special going. And at the time, Linda was uh, eight months pregnant, <laughs> and uh, we had a name for, um, for, for the, for, for the youngster that was coming along. Oh, um, no, Max. I, <coughs> no, you know, as well, wasn't but, um, <laughs> <laughs> as well as You'll probably know, poor, poor Byron Kennedy was was killed yeah. in '83 in a helicopter crash, which yeah. was so And um, uh, at the end of Beyond Thunderdome, of course, you have that little dot, dot, dot for Byron, which was a little tribute, of course, for Byron. And immediately when I saw that, I just turned to Linda and I said, If this is a boy, it's Byron and it was it was actually you know it was a boy, conan ban oh and my one God. of the a, a really great thing wonderful thing that happened is that byron kennedy's sister actually contacted us um uh, just to say really hello you know just to introduce herself and she she was telling me that, uh, that that she had a son as well and the, and the, she named her son as well byron which i thought was a lovely Aww. little thing but uh, yeah so that, that was that was kind of yeah that, that was um, but 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 then moving on um I'm just trying to think of the next thing the next thing I did that uh, uh, really um there wasn't really up until the point of I think um I think it was about um I think it was the year 2000 because up until that point really what I've done is I've just kind of enjoyed watching the film over and over again. Yeah. And well,
1: can I ask you a question time. because you, yeah. you you said you are very much a, a biker dude so did you do all, all did you build your own custom bikes and followed after the film or not at that stage?
4: Yeah. I mean, i would got into when I kind of got into motorbikes um, when I was about, I think about 14, but then I I could legally ride one at 16, but, Hmm. but I met, I'd met a a friend through the scene. I mean, I was only new into the kind of bike. um, His, (coughs) his sister was married, um to one of the satan slaves which was a which was a like a hell's angels group in that in, in our uh, around well it was from they were from shipley but which is uh, in yeah, they're in worcester as well i remember them brilliant, brilliant. yes yep. well um, so so i felt really kind of I, I felt pretty good with myself that i knew this guy sister was married to a slave and, and that's really what kind of got me into the custom bike scene so um, you know, kind of knocking about with it with these with, with these lads. I kind of, you know, that's what really got me into putting these things together. And I've always been a pretty good artist, and I've always loved airbrush work. So I, I got into doing airbrush work, and that's really what got me into my trade as a panel and a painter later on in life. But so I was, you know, that's what I was doing. I was actually uh, uh, building bikes from a, from, mm. from an early age just pick get any bike and we, we could do it over a weekend you know we could chop the seat down and buy a peanut tank from the local custom shop and a banana seat and we had an instant chop in a weekend yeah. you know that's that's really what it was like it really wasn't about really trying to look for the best bike or it was it was just about getting out there on the road having a few beers having a laugh with your mates you know and that kind of thing and that was it, it was a good life it was a it was a you know really really good life
0: oh, first of all a big uh, a big shout out to daniel he, uh, your yeah. son that you left in well, the UK. He's online. He says hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he couldn't, So that's Brian. So who's Byron, Brian Byron. then? Byron.
4: Byron. Byron. Ah, By- oh, okay. Byron. Yeah, this so is that's Daniel. That's Byron. Yeah. Is Byron? Is Byron on there? Yeah.
0: Is Byron See? on Daniel? Dan- Dan- <laughs> Daniel from.
4: Is Daniel as no. well? But I have to tell you what happened with Daniel. <laughs> okay. We, 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 oh, I'm getting Daniel's confused
1: was, with these texts I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah. So,
3: so Daniel, uh, spe- 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 spelling is not a great German strong point.
1: Fuck
3: off! <laughs> <all. laughs> <laughs> yeah, the
4: first of the night, the first of the night. <laughs> well, we, we, told, we told Daniel when we, when we first came to Australia to visit, and then we went back. We said to Daniel, Daniel, because he's a bit of a Daniel likes he's a bit of a ladies man, and we said to Daniel, <laughs> do not be getting anybody like we're moving to Australia. Yeah. By the time he had his business, he
1: had three kids. <laughs> That's the best advice a dad can give. Don't get pregnant when he go to Australia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, big shout out to, big shout out to Daniel. Uh, he's going to come to work.
1: You should have listened, Daniel. You should yeah, have we're listened. we're going
0: to try and grab Daniel to one of our shows in the UK once uh, lockdown's back mm-hmm. off again. Uh, okay, so, so you're in the UK. You're in the glamorous city of Bradford, uh, which is well known as being a uh, post-apocalyptic landscape. Okay, that's yes. It was very nice. <laughs> so, 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 <laughs> so, what happened next? How, how, how did it sort of uh, move over to Australia? In
4: um, well, well, I've gone through the. I'd, 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 there was a, there was a bit in um, um, two, in, in two thousand where, where I actually bought a coupe from. Actually, it was a, an Aussie coupe, but I bought it from Texas. That's the car that I built and brought with me. So that's the one I had in England. So. And I was I was really really happy with that. But the one thing I wanted to do was to visit the location uh, of the first, the, obviously the Mad Max yeah. Woman too. The problem was uh, I was I was even though I'd flown back in the I think 1969 71 was the last time I'd been on a plane when I was a kid. When we'd gone to the States, but I was I was really kind of really worried about getting on a plane. It's not that it's not as they say it's not the flying that's a problem. It's the crashing that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
4: they're never going to build a bridge from the UK to Australia, so you're never going to be able to drive there, and I don't like the ocean well, so I wasn't going to get on a ship, so I thought, right, this is it. So in 2004... Um, we decided that we were going to come over to to Australia. It was only a couple of weeks because we didn't have much time. But that's what we did. So we came over um, to Australia. We did the sites uh, as, as many sites as we could uh, of the first film, which was just incredible. And also, what I did, I took little. Ba- Actually, I should have been careful because they looked like little bags that you know the drug dealers use. But I was putting. <laughs> I remember picking little bits of sand and, and rocks up from different locations because just as a souvenir. Because I thought I'd never get yeah. back. So if you get these souvenirs, at least put them up on the shelf or things like that. Uh, that was the first week. The second week, <coughs> excuse me. The second week, I was so excited because that was that was the week in Broken Hill, um, and it was just it was absolutely incredible. It far exceeded any expectations. I mean. Every road that you drove on near Brock Hill just looked like one of the roads from the film. You really felt that you were in the, really out there in the wasteland. And, and the night we were there, we got to the Silverton Hotel, which is just incredible, so iconic. We grabbed a beer and then we drove out to the Monday Monday lookout, and that was it. It for some reason, um, I, it felt like I'd come home, it really yeah. felt like this is where I was supposed to be. And uh, I remember saying to Linda, um, I said, Do you, do you think we could, uh, do you think you could live here? Well, just to keep me happy. Um, Good old Linda. She said yes. But that was a big mistake on her part because she didn't realise that when we got back, I was going to set the ball rolling, <laughs>
2: um,
4: which I did. So, and then, um, and then in 2006, we actually uh, we actually moved. Yeah, it was 2006. We actually moved over here, but we were living in Adelaide. Yeah. So, that, but I'll just go, but I'll just go back, I'll just go back. When, when I was, when we were in Australia, I mean, I, it, it, it couldn't have been any better. I couldn't fault anything at all. This is how excited I was to be here and to, and to, you know, I was, I was absolutely in the element, but the one thing that I thought was really odd about being here in Broken Hill was that, I mean, this really is the Hollywood of the outback. I mean, there's so many things in They're filming all the time, uh, but there was nothing, there was nothing at all. To represent or for, for, for tourists to see any of the films that you know, Priscilla Razorback and yeah. you know, all, numerous films have been shot here. There was nothing that people could 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 really see. So, I just I just had this thought in my head that I was if I was ever lucky enough to either live in Broken Hill or Silverton, where we are, that I would definitely try and do some kind of display. Uh, and uh, you know, if, if 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 I had the means to do it, but at the time we were living in Adelaide. Uh, but I was coming up here sometimes with the family and, and the lads, sometimes with Linda and the lads, or just sometimes on my own. And I come up and stay at the Silverton Hotel, and and I catch up with a few people. One in particular, Ian Mitchell, that was unit runner on Saturday. Was Mel Gibson's yeah. driver. It turned out to be uh, literally my right arm when I when I when I got to when I when I moved out here. But uh, so I'd, so and I just enjoy life. And I, I remember. Um, um, i was really pushing it i shouldn't have been i have to say that throughout my life with Linda i've been so selfish and she's been so patient and she's kind of allowed me to do things that normal husbands wouldn't be allowed to do uh, yeah. exactly yeah yes you know and, and spending spending the money on a kitchen that we always wanted and building an intertech you know that kind of thing and then eventually when when we could have walked get uh, the kitchen of Linda's dreams in the house in Bradford we moved to Australia so yeah. you can kind of, kind of being really really selfish so uh, I, I kept saying to linda um i kept saying look i said you know i really i really want to move to broken hill or silverton anyway i, I pushed it i pushed it a little bit too far i think really I I, I I was more focused on i think I was clearly focused on mad max and living in the outback mm. rather than thinking about what in, I mean, I was in the elements. I, I mean, I loved it. I loved Bradford, but at the same time, I needed to be here. But I, I wasn't really taking lindsay in, into account. So she said to me one day, she said, "Look, she said, you've literally brought me to the ass end of the house, <laughs> and now you." A- so you can imagine. So I thought, no, don't be, don't be like this. Andrew. Just be happier in Australia. <clears throat> you're only six hours away from from where they made the film. I know that sounds a lot. Um, it, it was to me when we first came here, but now it's really nothing to do that distance. It's all relative yeah, to where you live, yeah. of course. Um, and then I left it for a while, and I was happy to just come up here, and I was I, I got a, a job, uh, a, a crash repair shop in Adelaide, which I really loved. I had a great boss. Everything was great. And then I went on the net one day. I don't know why I went on the net. Nobody asked me, but I went on the net one day and just happened to look at properties for <laughs> sale. As you do. As you do. fatal. fatal.
0: fatal. fatal.
4: Um, and, I, and I just, uh, I just found that it's not, it's not, the, it's not the property we got, but it was a property just over the way over here. And I, and I just happened to turn to Linda, and, I, and now I did say this very sheepishly, and I was ready to duck, <laughs> ready but to I'd, duck. <laughs> I'd, I'd to her, oh, I said um, the old Peter Brown Gallery for sale in um, in, in Silverton," and then she was, she said, "Well, you better put a bid in for it then." Ooh, that was my ticket. Wow. That was it. I knew it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, unfortunately that um, unfortunately that that fell through so i thought well you know don't worry as long as i know now that that kind of linda's on side with this that's that's pretty good um and then uh, oh my screen went blue then was that normal it said who is rodney is yeah. that right <laughs> oh. I, I
0: don't know i've no idea who rodney is Somebody saying hello from rodney oh, hello to rodney no idea. Carry, carry, carry on. Hello, hello Rodney. Mo, mo, most of the chat. <laughs> hello, Rodney. Say hello to Rodney. Hi, Rodney. Okay. Also, hi,
1: Rodney. Guys, Wherever you are. If you can start
0: putting your questions up, we'll start reading them out later on. So get your questions ready. Start typing them in. Fred, aid, aid, carry on, sir. So you were looking at the art gallery,
3: which fell through. B- b- before you do, before you do, we have a lot of people that have added the Mad Max 2 Museum to their bucket list, including Mama Giddy. Wants to get over there. Imperator oh, okay, Devious. Definitely. Tony wants to get over there. Freak Bear wants to go if he can well, afford uh, it. We are, we well, are
0: actually coming over next year. We're playing the Silverton Collective. Well, we are planning to come over next year. If they let year. us out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on my bucket list is the Mad Max Two Museum. AD, you are one of the coolest guys on on the planet, and uh, it's it's our mecca. We've got to come there. I, I've just, it's 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 the one place in the world I want to go.
4: Well, just before I go back to start, I'll just say this: uh, when you just mentioned about people that want to come over, Um, I I don't look at this. This, I didn't come here to make it to to build a business. I came here to share a passion, and anybody. Anybody that comes through the door, especially those people that well, I mean, you, you have to go out of your way to come here anyway, but there are a lot of people that do come from overseas and all all corners of Australia and, and everywhere and that. And it means so much to us. And do you know, it's when we close the doors at four o'clock when we're closed, we don't just go and do other things. We actually talk about the people that have been through and how good it was that you know that, that, that this person made such an effort. So I just want people to know that that this is a passion for me, it's not a business. The the accountant yeah. wasn't happy about that. That's
1: so now, but could I ask you a question? So you are out in the outbacks, aren't you? You are right out there. So do you have like a, a hostel there as well or a hotel or a bnb and b where people can stay with you? Or how that, is that?
4: Yeah. Well, the only accommodation in Silverton um at the moment is you've got Penrose Park, which is a huge campground, but it's not like a real campground. It's, it's like you're kind of out in the outback. It's not like yeah. a caravan yeah. park that you you the expect you've got cabins at the silverton hotel and then you have a place um that uh, that's called well it's called warrigal country cottage now it used to be blue Bus cottage and they have i think it's only it's only really a cottage accommodation but um peter and duncan that that's that's the uh the the owners there that are actually going to be doing camel rides everything like that as well peter and duncan brilliant peter not that peter, one and then, <laughs> and, um, and so they're actually organising for people to be able to camp over there. Um, but but we, there's no the, at the moment, apart from apart from the Penrose part, there really is no mass camping in Silverton. I mean, Broken Hill's only twenty-three k's.
1: Well, maybe that's an idea for you going forward. But Create Mad City.
4: Oh God! Oh, I thought the mission would have- love that idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. Even though. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I not would like it. <laughs> Better not. it. Get, get be an ideal Guys, say get get him, Emil over. there he can they can build can some holes for you. Feral kids great at burrowing. Oh, well,
0: Emil. <laughs> uh,
3: before we before we right.
0: carry on with the story, we've just got um we've got a couple of uh, things first. So every week, I'm not sure if you've seen the show at all AD, we do a um, we've got a celebrity thunderdome. So we've got a we've got a Uh, the the casket of doom and I pick two random names out of here and then uh, uh, you have 30 seconds to convince the audience uh, to vote for your fighter and then Skelly from uh, Skelly over there will have 30 seconds to convince the audience to vote for his and at the end of the show we work out who's won so these are uh, celebrity the top celebrity fighters in the world okay are you ready sir This is So
4: what what, so I have to convince what my fight Yeah, well
0: you have to convince the audience. I'm gonna tell you who your fighter is and uh you've got thirty seconds to explain to the audience, i.e. bullshit, why you reckon your guy's gonna win. And the two
1: And make it as funny as possible so you win the audience over.
0: Totally up up to you. So your fighter is James Bond. So you have James Bond And Skelly, he will be fighting Wallace and Gromit. So it's our first ever tag team. So James Bond, (laughs) James Bond against (laughs) uh, Wallace and Gromit. We we do this every week, it's a bit, it's a bit of fun. Um, Emil Minty did really well. He won his fight. He had, um, what was it? Um, Harry Harry Potter Potter against a Dalek. So it's just fun. So,
1: but Patrick is he, our winner, he is so good. he yeah. won most so, of it. So he's yeah, pretty Skelly good. So. Yeah. Skelly normally so, wins. Skelly does AD, it.
0: You have 30 seconds to explain to the audience why James Bond is going to win the Thunderdome fight. Over to you, sir.
4: Against, against Wallace yes. and Gromit. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's against Wallace <laughs> yeah. and Yeah. Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Throw me Completely. So I've got. to All right. So James James Bond is fighting Wallace. But I've got to convince the audience that he's yes. going to win in. Football. Yes.
2: Stop has the clock s- for a second. Exactly. You have to restart. I think. No.
4: Clock still going.
3: Has <laughs> he, he started yet?
4: Well, I, th- I think he's Wallace has to to AD. Uh I'm, compl- I'm completely thrown <laughs> here. I don't even. Know how <laughs> I'm supposed to convince James Bond can beat Wallace. In <laughs> come on.
3: <laughs> this is worse than this is worse than Eric Vader.
4: So, so James, so I've got to. How the heck got I convince an audience? Did you?
0: Oh well, James Bond. He's, got, he's got a gun. He's got. He wears a dicky bow.
4: You can't do it for him.
0: Think, uh,
3: yeah, come I
2: on. I see, I see a towel being thrown in here. <laughs> oh,
3: all right, drone, drone. You it's do right it then. You do it, Bond. You do... Yeah, okay, three, okay. two, one. Okay, go. Well, James Bond. First
0: of all, he's, uh, he's he does a lot of Brill Cream as well, so he's very hard to hard to grab because it just slides off the top of his head. He's a uh, he's a <laughs> member of the uh, uh, the Secret Service, so he's got a license to kill. Just doing the old sign there. Uh, he wears a suit, always looking, looks impeccable. Uh, he's his face changes every 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 couple of films for some unknown reason. I'm not sure how that's going on. He loves <laughs> pussy galore, so I think it's an instant Gemma. win. Wallace and Gromit, who are they? Bit of plasticine from Bristol, easily. Three, two, one, boom. <laughs> there you go, Aid. I helped you out there, sir.
4: But I would <laughs> never. <laughs> have seen it.
0: Uh, go on, Skelly. Over to you. Thirty seconds for Wallace and Gromit
2: all right well really comes down to a battle of gadgets and james bond relies on q branch to supply all his fancy gadgets and i think they're on strike this month anyway whereas wallace he makes them all himself He's super rich from controlling the world Wensleydale trade, and he knows that James Bond. He has a real weakness for cheese, so he'll be able to lure him into, into a cunning trap. And speaking of cheese, all the shagging around he does, he's loaded with STIs, so all he has to do is go grommet runs and he runs in and he bites him on the crotch, he gets him right in the coot. So James Bond goes down, and whilst doesn't he have to kill him, he gets him in an embarrassing situation. Some zany arm machine tears him apart, and then drives off in his uh, motorbike and sidecar, and it's a win. And we get and, and we and we get better than a Shirley. Theme tune. Okay. Okay. Yay. Yay. Okay.
1: that was like okay. boom. Audience, you have,
0: you, you, that, that was you a good fight went. you have, have to the end of the, the show <laughs> so is it James Bond is going to win the Thunderdome fight or is it Wallace and Gromit That's
2: everyone gets cheese if I win
0: so a couple of questions first aid before we carry on with the story I have a, a, a question from Steve Schultz
4: Oh, oh yeah, Steve <coughs>
0: Yes. Have you ever been bitten by a snake?
3: <laughs> I wonder why.
4: That... <laughs> I believe there's a funny um,
3: story about this. And, and possibly where.
4: Yeah, where uh, as well. Biology. Details. Uh. Oh, it's, it's, okay, so I'll tell you the, what, with, what with... Right, okay. So I had to nip out one day to lubricate my... Uh, tow ball electrical joint with some w d forty because that it wasn't working yeah I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm not well, I' got under the car, but what I'd done is i i, I picked up this old bit of form that had an old sheet on it because I didn't want to lie on the dirt. and I threw it under the car and I was under there, and i didn't didn't feel a thing, but um something must have they weren't sure whether it was a snake or a spider, but anyway. At the hospital, hospital, (laughs) they thought it was a a snake, but but I was under the car and and I did what I needed to do. Then I got up and then then it was probably maybe, it wasn't long afterwards, I sat in the museum and I was rubbing my leg. And when I looked down, there was something horribly wrong with my leg. Uh, Horribly wrong is never a good statement, is it? When I rub my leg, there's always
3: something horribly wrong. wrong.
0: That that
1: so sounded wrong, Mark. That sounded it, not even more wrong.
0: It was meant okay, to
4: be. <laughs> okay, so, so 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 did your legs swell up, or did it go a funny colour, or? Yeah, it swelled up, and I had this huge patch. That, and actually, when I look now, it's still you can still see some of the patch. But anyway, I, I just um, I went for a lie down. When Linda came back, I don't know where she'd been, but I went for a lie down. I said I don't, I, I didn't feel good. I felt all a bit numb and funny and everything like that. Anyway, she took me into uh, downtown spill and, and yes, they. They, they said they were unsure whether it was a venomous spider. They thought it could have been a snake that was passing and just maybe give me a quick nip or something. But um, um, yeah, um, I did. Yeah, so I did get um, bitten by something that um, could have been either a wasp or So snakes. that sounds
1: very lethal. So you know, there's a question now come from your son. So, who is your favourite son, and in which will will you leave the <laughs> the museum to? <laughs>
4: That was Daniel. That was Daniel. Yeah. not, not Baron. That would have had to have been Daniel because he always <laughs> says that favourite son behind. <laughs> well, got, I think
3: has he, got, has, he, has he got a straight answer out of you yet? <laughs>
1: I, t- I doubt it. I want to do it official now. Well, try Daniel.
3: We've also got Daniel's Daniel's lawyer and accountant on the on here as well. <laughs> so be careful how you answer this.
4: <laughs> won't be in the bank detail.
3: <laughs> i think we had a question from martin nitro Wyatt. what's your favorite exhibit uh which also goes in a, a bit like tina's question of um if you ha- if you had to save only one item what would it be from the museum so same thing really what's your favorite um, and what most valuable
4: or to you it's really difficult because i appreciate everything from the tiniest little bit to everything but um, if I was to save one item, um, oh god, there's well, there's, there's three, the three I'd like to save, but the three are the uh boomerang music box and the recently acquired fork that Mel Gibson he eats his he eats his eats a dog food with. Ding, but ding do, the, yeah. it's it's really really difficult, um, if I was to probably pick one, I think probably the most recognizable and the, the thing that people talk about the most would probably be the. Uh, the, the, the boomerang. That's if I was to, if, if yeah. there was an emergency and, and something, happened, I have I to grab something. Sure. It would definitely be that. But every everything, all the bits and pieces I have, I just, I feel that there's just as one's important as the next. But as I say, if there was just the one, it would definitely be well, the I have, a, I
0: have a question you... from Emil Minty. So uh, the feral kid asks a question every week, actually, it's becoming a bit of a feature on the show. Um, so he said, next time he's over to the museum, He would like to, uh, he's not sure of the boomerang. Uh, Is it possible for you to get the boomerang out and he wants to have a go at throwing it just to make sure it's not broken and it actually comes back?
4: (laughs) Well, I can see him in trouble because when we got it from Bruce Lampard, the sound mixer, Bruce had thrown it and he said it doesn't come back. That's because
3: it's embedded in somebody's head. So, 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 so <laughs> it, it, it's,
0: a, it's a boomerang that doesn't come back. Isn't the technical term for it? A stick. A stick.
4: A stick. <laughs> a stick. Uh, yes, right. uh, so,
0: so, so we got up to the, we got up to the point where you were looking at the art gallery, the art gallery fell through. So how did you then end up with the museum?
4: All oh, right, well, I, I was up in silverton. Um, I'd, I'd come up on a trip to Silverton one weekend, and I can't remember who it was, but I was in the Silverton hotel and somebody said, "Are you still looking for a property in Silverton?" And I said, "Yes, if something crops up." And they said, "Well, Michael that lives just up the hill next to the cafe up here, he said, um, he said, if he gets the right money for for his place, he said he'll he'll, he'll probably let it go." and uh and and i said "Well, do you have a contact for him so they got the contact and i I made arrangements for the following week for me and linda to go up and have a look and it's the house was built in 1887 it was the cornish a lot of the the design here of the early uh, houses the early settlers houses properties were were cornish design the, the very distinctive beautiful houses uh, anyway, I didn't even, at the, time, at the time when I was when somebody was telling me about, about the property, where, where, whereabouts on the top of the hill? They said, right next to the cafe. I'd never noticed it before because it actually had old pepper trees around it and you couldn't yeah. really see it. Uh, anyway, we went to Michael and um, Michael put quite a hefty price on it which was probably a, well it was a lot more than actually what the physical property was worth but it didn't matter because we'd already taken out a mortgage in adelaide so we could pass it over and it get, and it got us that bit of it got us that bit of silverton now it's a quarter acre block um which uh, to me i thought i i thought i was a big property owner you know i thought i needed binoculars to look from one side of the property <laughs> to the other,
1: but
4: I it, it's pretty small uh but it's a quarter acre block which is which is quite it's substantial anyway. So, and and it gave that it gave us this land here, which was half the proper half yeah. the garden. There was nothing here. You came in, just behind me where the end. There's an entrance just the other side of the Fury Road display. And that was an old farm gate. Everything was dirt right up to the house. So we struck a deal with Michael, uh, and uh, and everything went went through. And we 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 moved in. I think it was September of September of two thousand and nine, and. Immediately, um, I started to build. I, I really, really wanted to get something yeah. done, and, and I ended up building, um, b- building the well, it's like a big shed with a. But it, anyway, we, we built this. We, bu- we built basically the museum, and then the next problem was that you know I didn't really have much to put in it. So <laughs> the the, the, the was really, and I thought well we'll have to wait and see so i had uh, i got i was pretty well known at this uh, at this point within broken hill and um and, and the odd person would uh, would contact me and say look i've saved this from the film and, and that's really kind of how it started i remember the first original vehicle we got um was the actual it was the buggy that goes back into the compound that gets and, it, and it's blood when they blow the compound up it was the orange buggy. Yeah. and um i remember um i remember him giving me a it was called scott dalby the is a he's a great guy from broken hill and he, and he just said look he said do you want to have a look at this buggy i've got he said it's it's from the film you know he said and, uh, if you want to come down and check it out and i did i said yeah that's definitely from the movie he said look he said you'll be doing me a favor if you if you take it up there he said because it's just in my way and i said no i'd love to have it in display because that was the first original piece that's the first original vehicle we got and, and anyway so he broke himself and that really was a start to it then and I mean it wasn't thick and fast it's not like people were queuing up to give me things um but now but then we got we got to the we got we kind of got to the point uh i mean not everything here there's a lot of original stuff it, not everything here is original of course we've had to replicate of course a lot of the vehicles because most of them got destroyed but they're still worth i mean these are still you know cl- yeah, classic muscle cars definitely. that we've kind of yeah. yeah. um, so, so that was it really and then we, we, we um <clears throat> I think it was, I'm just trying to think when it was now, it was was September, it was, I think, was it August? I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was either September, uh, September, August, no, September. Anyway, the following year, um, Channel 7, there was a show called Discover SA, which was Discover South Australia. Uh, Chris Dittmar was the um, presenter and they came to Silverton to do a show. Now, we weren't open. And uh, they came through here, and, and it, it was brilliant. It was, I think it was one of the first times kind of we'd been on TV. I was quite nervous in that because I wasn't used to doing any of this kind of thing, just a normal guy from Bradford, you know. And anyway, he did say, I, I wasn't really ready to open. There was other things I wanted to, but he did say, look, he said, when this show goes out, he said, it goes out on just after the grand final, the footy final, which is Australian football, which is absolutely Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So a, a um, bit, bit of an audience then.
4: Yes, yeah, <laughs> wow. it, 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 it said it, it's changed. so, open, I was just, yes, so the pressure was, on. <laughs> well
1: done, Linda. So, I, I like well done, her, Linda. <laughs> I like her, that's the payback that is,
4: <laughs> So, um, so we, I, we, we got it ready to open and I thought oh, I hope, I hope we go well and it was, a su- it was a Sunday, oh my god, when we opened the door there was a queue, There's a queue yeah. halfway down the, so, so that was really the start of it then. But I was still, I still wasn't happy. Um, well, I don't suppose I would have ever been happy, really, because I did, I've got so many ideas and so many things I want to add and do to the place, which I'm starting to do. <coughs> excuse me, I'm starting to do uh, a little bit more now. We've got some more time with what's going on in the world. But um, so that was it. Really, we opened the doors, and from then we've grown. Um, just constantly, uh, really, as 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 we come across things, like you may get a crew member um, that contacts you that says something, and it's about you know it's time to get rid of it, you know, and, and uh, you know if they, if they need the money or anything like that. So that that's really how it um, how it all came about. And then of course the locals from Broken Hill that have things, they've been fantastic. Um, they've absolutely been wonderful and so generous. Is, is, it, um, but, but that's is there it,
0: anywhere that people can buy merchandise? Uh, can they buy them f- from from your uh, you know from your .com?
3: Mad Max Museum Two store or anything?
4: Well, we were going to. It was actually it was Ian. Ian, who we talked about earlier that worked on the film. Um, it was it was Ian's son that was told us how to do this. St- start a basic shop. Look, I have to tell you, we're not very clever. Daniel Dan, Daniel's good with on the internet and stuff like that. We we have to sometimes ask him advice to help us. But we're we're kind of old school. I mean, I still use my phone. To, for just phoning and texting. and. <laughs> and um, no. Jeez. Yeah. You just admitted still, a lie. Do they still do that? <laughs> I didn't realise. I've had an iPhone for <laughs> eight years, and I didn't realise. It's still working. It was a- so, um if I lost my thread, I went off on a tangent then. What was oh, we talking about? It? Yeah. Oh, we were talking about yeah, that way oh. where they
0: can buy stuff from the museum online. Yeah.
4: The, you, what what people have to do we don't have a shop at the moment if if anybody wants anything they can con- if they just leave us a leave us an inbox on the on the museum page linda does all that she checks it constantly if they wanted anything they can just let us know what they want and, and, we, and we put we can post it out that way awesome. um but so we have all the merchandise here that the that, that, that people you know people purchase when they come to the museum but we've we've done quite a quite a lot online with the uh, through the through the Facebook page, but uh, but that's all we that's really all we have at the moment. I think Daniel, yeah, just recently Daniel set up set up an Instagram thing for us, but again, it's I'm 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 a yes, I'm I'm real old school, but uh, we will I think I think if we can if we can. If we can run an online shop effectively, I'm not, I, I don't have any idea at all how these things work, but if we can, we'll do it. But if anybody does need to, need any anything like that, if they contact us through the Facebook page, leave an inbox message and then Lindra will let them know everything that's on there. Awesome. She puts most of the, but, but, but they can find the stuff. If they contact us, we'll really help. It's not yeah. like a normal thing, we, we, we help.
0: Yeah, it's for Definitely. friends, uh, uh, isn't it? It's yeah, a family. It's a family. And f- also, yeah. as a big thank you, we are going to do a special V2A uh, Mad Max 2 Museum t-shirt that will only be available online from <laughs> AD over at the Mad Max Museum. Uh, it is super exciting. We're we will we're not going to reveal it yet. AD seen it. Uh, we will, in a few weeks time, uh, we will do, we'll get AD back on and we'll do a big reveal. And uh, guys, this is the one place in the whole world you'll be able to get this. So this is going to be super, super exciting. And and it's our thank you to you, AD, for just being an awesome guy and actually creating the museum. Mate, absolutely awesome. And keeping oh. it alive. So yes. we've got we've got thousands of fans all over the world and everybody is here. We're, we're all one team. We're all supporting you and Everybody wants to go to the Mad Max Museum. Super, super exciting. So,
1: AD, I've got um, a question here for you. So if from the museum there would be one item you can save, it's a question from Tina Faulkner, what would you save? Yeah. One item.
4: One item just to save? You mean if I had to... If, if, there was if you have to depart,
1: ma- something happened, and you can save one item, what would be that precious and, and item it's you would boomerang. save?
0: If something else than the boomerang. Yeah.
4: <laughs> If it was something other than yeah. the boomerang. What? Um, th- oh well the this is the tail. The tail
3: <laughs>
1: the <till. laughs> the <till>. <laughs> <laughs> only can be mark.
4: Sorry. Oh, <laughs> um well I, I don't I wouldn't want to be obvious and say things like one of the cards or like the interceptor, you know, the replica because yeah. yeah. it's but from an original item from the film, I think, um, well, again, there is that. There is, uh, got, we've got the original little, little little music box, and of course, the fork that's actually right. st- probably still got Mel Gibson's DM. But um, I do have to say that just, just uh, recently, uh, Jerry Gorsler, one of the stuntmen, has become really, really close. And I've just managed to actually I put it on the Facebook page. I just managed to acquire, um, I know it sounds like you know not too exciting but his script and call sheet. oh my god
3: and, oh wow but the, yeah. well annotated it's fantastic
4: this this stuff has all got uh what Noted they call stuff. it when you, yeah it's all got uh, but his his partner partner laurel um she saved every single piece now there's there's notes and letters in there from different people including george miller and there's 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 also deleted scenes and things like that so i think that to me I don't think there would be anybody that actually saved yeah. as much as Jerry with all his paperwork. So I, I probably think I would grab that because um, it's so complete. Yeah. As I say, every note, anything that was written down on a note to him and passed to him, whether he had to meet up with another stuntman to do a particular scene, any note put under his door, everything was saved. And and to go through the deleted scenes, things that they were gonna, things that were actually gonna film or film that didn't use, I've never I've never seen that before. I couldn't believe oh, it. Wow, so okay. I think. That's,
1: well, last week we had Mark Sexton proper. on, who's doing the story writing of Fury Road. So he had, he said the same, they had like 12,000 storyboards, you know, for Fury Road, plus the ones which were then not released. And it's like, what happens with it? And he said, we burn it. <laughs> like, no, don't. Keep it. Yeah, keep it. Don't burn it. Well,
3: do, do you, um, Eddie, do you have any relationship with um, George Miller and and, and the, the um producers? I mean, are you able uh, to... No, no get anything from them for like a, a temporary exhibit it's just that to, again as as uh, as uh, and I mentioned we, uh, we were talking to Sec- uh, Mark Sexton last week and he said that while, while they were mucking about looking for things in the basement of the uh, the, um, the the old theatre they came across the original Ma- um, Mel Gibson leather jacket just sitting on this dead uh, this red earth getting moldy yeah. and that's <laughs> what they used as the jacket for Fury Road I'm just wondering what else there must be down there I mean, it just seems. Well, you've done a lot of, of groundwork
1: there, didn't you? I, I've seen a, a documentary from you, you know, mm. where where wow. you did a lot of gra- you intensive groundwork. Yeah, did well, you? what
0: we're going to say is, by the way, AD, we didn't realise you're a film star as well. Uh,
4: oh my! Yeah.
0: Uh, so a big shout out to Melvin Zed, and and possibly one of oh. the world's best documentaries that's not released yet, the archaeologist of the wasteland apps could you explain what this is it's well first of all i'd just like to say
1: what it will be because it's not released released yet
0: yet, but it is awesome i loved it so could you explain what it is
4: right well quite a few years ago uh, i've come across information from several people around broken hill about um some of the some bits and pieces after they blew the compound up was a lot of it was taken away. Majority of it was taken away to the wrecking yard or to the scrap yard to be in. But a lot of the kind of smaller stuff was pushed into the moat. The moat that yeah. was around the compound. It was a huge moat. It was it was massive. So I'd, I'd heard about this, and I was really interested in in obviously taking this out, in excavating this stuff. But the problem was, well, it did, it it was it was a problem at the time. But we we got permission. But the prop the problem was is um it was actually aboriginal land it was sacred land now over the last 40 years uh the land rights and 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 the respect for this land has, has grown it, it's not you you know it, it's it, the, the whole rights have tightened up and everything so you, you really need permission to do anything which is only right which is which is you know um anyway I was, I was i was the same again, as sorry
3: the, the same as there's rock same as Uluru.
4: exactly yeah, the same yeah. as that so and the pinnacles, actually, a lot of people probably don't know this, but in the film you see the three pinnacles. You see the when 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 Max and the gyro captain's looking at the compound, the one in the distance is the nearest to the Adelaide Road, and then when Max is up his camp, you'll see a little one behind him. That's at the pinnacle mine. It was, a, it was a mine that was working there um, at, the, at the time, but you obviously didn't see in the film. So the middle one that Mel Gibson and Bruce Spence were on, that's the sacred pinnacle. That's the one that, not worship, but that's the one that was, was classed as sacred. So that was going to be a real we thought that was going to be a a, a real hurdle to get across anyway i got we we, we went to see Maureen o'Donnell who was he, um head of the uh land council yeah. um i can't think it was the willie willie tribe i think it was a willy, willy cali people uh, anyway um I, I thought i'd dropped i thought i dropped george milliibin and, and the crew in it because I said I explained to her what was done, and she. And <laughs> 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 well,
0: they're not
4: seeing the Well, was only under the impression that, that 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 originally being asked just to drive cars and ride bikes around around the around the area, you know, she wasn't aware they were going to take 500 tonne of safety out of the ground. Anyway. Oh dear. <laughs> they, they,
3: they put it back. It's just, it went up in the air a bit.
4: <laughs> well, there's, there's another story about that as well. We, we actually, I'll, I'll come, I'll get to that bit. But, but, um, so Maureen was all for it. So she said, look, because um, it was like a double-edged sword." The, the way we put it to Maureen is, if, if we were allowed to do this dig, um, not only would it benefit the museum, but it would also we would look at it as 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 saying a thank you and also it would cleanse in a way cleanse the land. Um we'd take everything <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, <laughs> <that's it. laughs> yeah. But,
3: um,
4: kind of more, interested, um, more, more interested with, well, are you where you taking everything? I said, look, we will take every last yeah. bit of rust. And we did, Melbourne will tell you that right? we took every little bit bit, bit bit of rust that was left, everything like that. So now i mentioned (coughs) excuse me i mentioned when melvin was over on one occasion i told melvin about this and all of a sudden i saw this kind of light bulb go off in melvin's head and he contacted this production i think it was somebody knew anyway in france or i think it was france and put this put this idea that he thought it might be a good documentary the link between mad max Mm -hmm. of course the dig and of course the, the the indigenous land the aboriginal land and, um, and they ended up, uh, they ended up sending, Melvin eventually went back to France, but they sent him back uh, with all his equipment and everything to make, to do this documentary, to film to film this documentary. Um, but I remember when we've done the, when we've, I don't, oh, I, no, I probably shouldn't, I probably shouldn't, no, because it's going to come out, I won't, cause I, I don't want to do any spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. But let's, no, no.
1: <laughs> That's it. Oh, I
4: wanna...
1: People, they should be very excited yeah. because it was the most awesome I, thing. I I'm it. so grateful that I could see it. It was amazing. Seriously, I can't wait for it to be released so that people actually can see what work went in. It's just like breathtaking, absolute astonishing. It's...
4: Well, it, well, it's funny because um, when we, we, we I took it, I took one of one of the copies, one of the versions of it, because I know it was tied in with this. but I took one of the versions around to um to ian mitchell who worked on the film one night with with and when we sat and watched it with his wife uh, uh kath and even though even though the, they were they were involved with the dig as well ian was and even though they knew the outcome she said it was so well put together it was so very well done that even though you knew it didn't matter you were still kind of you still expectation and you wondered what was going to happen and and, and 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 i've got to say that that i mean melvin was brilliant but all credit to the editor I've, i haven't met him but i know he's a great guy i think his name is richard or richard reform the editor mm-hmm. that did it, because editing is not just a case of taking different clips putting it together to make something you have to understand that you've got to make these clips you've got to have that yeah, funny part definitely where, where people you know, and emotion. And when I when I first watched it, I just thought to myself, jeez, this guy knows what he's doing." You know. And, and Melvin told me, you know, he sits in this little room. He's got a few action figures from movies and things. He's got a couple of screens, but he sits in this room with his with his fizzy drink and his sandwich, and he and he just plods along with this this thing. This guy's a genius, actually. I'm sure Melvin told me that he, he does a lot of. Hello, Sean. Before.
1: Sorry, I had to do a wave out.
4: Yeah. Hello, <laughs> Sean. Yeah. I'm sure he said he did. Well, I know I know that he did a lot of commercial but I'm sure he worked on one of the transporter films with with Jason oh, wow. Statham and I'm sure yeah. oh, wow. it, it, the it. the
0: quality the, the quality stunning. is brilliant and also it's like um not giving anything away it's like Indiana Jones meets Mad Go Mad, Mad Max, Max. <laughs> it is brilliant I, I can't wait for the next one I just I thought, seriously, it is awesome, mate. It's I'm just awesome.
1: looking at the time because we have to get our slots in what we repeat every week. Yep. So, and oh. one of my section is never have I ever. So, um, there are two sections. I give two choices and one is right and one is wrong. So, so
0: one's the truth and one's so, a lie. So, Ad, you in the audience can try and guess...
1: So I will not give it away. So we have to all guess, and then later on we, we then announce what was the so right the guys
0: one. Guys on, on the on the chat can try and vote on which one they think is, is right, is, is actual truthful, and which one is false. But but because mechanized is quite a mad uh, German lady, they're both they're all very yes. believable. So <laughs> it's
4: a bit like would I lie to you?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Something like that's it. Very yeah. Exactly.
4: Over very similar. To you,
0: over to you, mechanized.
1: Okay, so never have I ever been driven around in the wasteland in a stretch limo, air conditioned, and had a great ride? Or never have I ever driven a tank through our city and broke the speed limit.
0: So did she drive a tank through Worcester? Or did she
1: (laughs) And broke the the speed limit, that's important.
0: Which is, well, you know the UK side. Or did she drive right. around the wasteland in an air, in a what? In a lit.
1: Air conditioned con limo- stretch limousine. limousine. What right. do you reckon,
0: sir? Do I have. To, do, do no, we, just
1: think now. So later on, we're going to ask. So you can say what you think is right yeah, or wrong. Wh- you can wh- what do that. You, what, what would to, you think,
4: AD? Do you want me to say what yes, I think? Yes, please. Is mm? the, yeah. Well, I would say, I I wouldn't. I would, I would, yeah, I wouldn't uh, put it past you to drive a tank over the speed limit, <laughs> but I think there's more chance of driving an air-conditioned limo in the wasteland. But yeah, I, I would, I would probably go with the limo in the wasteland. But I've just got this funny feeling that you've driven over the speed limit, thank <laughs> you. <wasn't>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what our audience thinks. <laughs>
3: okay,
4: so Martin, Mar- Martin Reitz
3: reckons it could have been a gyrocopter. He hasn't, he's not listening. Obviously, it, it, it could be. I've, I've heard <laughs> from.
0: Um, that's next uh, week. Uh, talking to Emil, uh, Mister Minty, the wonderful Mister Minty, the feral kid. That for uh, Silverton next year, uh, for for the special forty year anniversary, the Road Warrior Two. Uh, they're going to try and get Bruce Spence out with him as well. Have you heard that?
4: Yes. It's, uh, y- yes. Oh, uh, excuse me. <coughs> I think it. Um, yeah, it talked to. A, well, I think it's brought to Linda. I think I I I, I missed him uh, um, initially about when he was talking about getting bruce and uh, and i think virginia yes um but i'm sure that virginia is isn't virginia living over in the uk she, or Scotland uh, she, she's somewhere? down i think
0: she's down in london actually she she, she was going to come uh we were going to have uh, mr minty and virginia at our post-apocalyptic festival haven this year but at the moment i'm not sure if any festivals on but uh yeah she's living in london at the moment
4: Right, oh, okay. Well, well, uh, yeah. I mean, no, that would be fantastic. I, I met I met Bruce about ten, uh, probably 10, 11 years ago in Silverton when he was doing a bit of a festival around Australia, which was really, really nice. Then we saw him off at the airport in the morning. Yeah, it was it was, it was great. And I also met Virginia. Virginia was was wonderful as well. So it'd be nice if to get out here. But I met her at the same time I met the first time I met Vernon Wells, and she was lovely. She was just um, so personable, you know, yeah. and just so so. Um, of course, as well. But yeah, it would be great, you know, and, um, if um, if Brooks and Virginia did get um, did get out here for that because it's it's going to pass quick. It's going to be I mean, we're already. We're in what we're now, April. April. Where, I remember saying where, it, we've got two years, where, you know, and now we're down to eleven months or so. Whenabouts so is it? We've got well, a lot.
0: Whenabouts is it? Because we're definitely coming over and playing. Is it April? I think
4: March. March nineteenth, twenty first. Right. Yes, March, March, March. Nineteenth. Yeah, nineteenth is a Friday, Saturday. Yeah, nineteenth, twenty, twenty-first. Nice,
0: brilliant, (coughs) excellent. So, do do you have do you have any um, uh, any tips for uh, people from Europe uh, when we come over to Australia? Uh, You know, uh, what what Silverton like? What what kind of food should we go for? Is there any tips? You know, uh, with sun sunscreen or anything like that.
4: Right, well, the first thing, I'll just have a quick
1: yeah. drink. Oh. Well, before he answers that, can we do bunker and bin it? Yes, well?
0: we can go for that. Oh, yeah. Bunker yeah. a bit. Bunker a bit. Bunker up. So you can recover a bit. Okay, yeah, so this is...
4: Uh, <laughs>
0: have a breather. Just
4: <laughs> My blank is all right. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah.
0: What? Yeah, Enos, you, yeah, you, this is a- you've gone to... You, your video thing's been turned off on Skype. Oopsie. Yeah, she's she's now back. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, so, <laughs> oh, you've
3: done your hair again. So, That's yeah, I had so. to.
1: Well, can you oh. see, it does not even fit in the screen anymore. This is this flipping isolation. I can't go to the hairdresser. <laughs> it gets longer so and longer.
3: <laughs> you, you need to turn your, your laptop on its side. But yeah. before we do a bunker, can I, can I just say to, uh, to Eddie that uh, Daniel um, obviously knows which, uh, which side is breads buttered and his future. And he said he should have <laughs> saved Linda. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's a good oh, song. Nice one, Daniel. Nice one. Daniel. Nice one. So, to, to, the, to the question, what would you save? The one thing you would save, he says, save Linda. Save Linda. Exactly. Daniel. Daniel. Daniel He's got to get
0: brownie points for that, hasn't he? He's got to get brownie points.
3: Brown, <laughs> you, you get a brown
0: nose so, for
1: that, so, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, <laughs> 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 he tries it all, doesn't he, so, tonight? So nice one, so Daniel. We've
0: got AD. We've got another. another... Uh, section of the show where I don't. Can you see the screen at all? Uh, we've got a thing called Bunker or Bin. I'm not sure if yeah. you can see it. So these are what we try and do is we pick the world's worst toys, the the, the real crappiest toys out there. So uh, we've got uh, this week we've got Fashion Rat, which is a a, a plastic rat which you can do makeup on. Uh, against uh, we've got a GI Joe Exotic. Have you watched the um, the Tiger King? TV show on Netflix.
4: Uh, I think I've seen one of the episodes. Is that is that the guy that's the one yeah. with the tiger? Yeah, the, tigers. <laughs> the
0: tiger dude. Yeah, well, that's not yeah, Baskin. the one that. Yeah, goddamn Carol Baskin. So, uh, which which of those would you, if you were running off to your nuclear bunker to spend the next sort of five hundred years underground, uh, which one would you take with you, and which one would you drop off in the bin on the way in? Would you go for the fashion rat? The plastic rat where mm-hmm. you can do makeup on, or would you go? You can f- do its hair as well. Lots to see and do. <laughs> or would you go for the GI Joe exotic action figure?
4: I think I think I'd have to go for the the the, the, the rat thing. <laughs> doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Doesn't, I can't comprehend. You need to see it to believe it. <laughs> I, 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 I totally
0: yeah. agree. It makes no <laughs> sense.
4: It, the, so it would have to be the GI Joe. Just 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 with the rat thing you know some some somebody actually thought that up <laughs> you know, um, i think i'd go with the gi georg definitely I, I don't think the it, the wrap would have no but the the the, rat, the fashion thing would have no you purpose could do it's would hair. It, you know? give it a me i think that
2: good give burn. it a kiss. <laughs> give it
0: a princess
4: makeover
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're just waiting for it. We're, yeah, everybody online, you've got to the end of the show to vote on who you think uh, which one uh, is your favourite as well. So you, Ad, then f- from the master of the Mad Max Museum, which one would you keep? Which one would you throw in the bin?
4: GI Joe.
0: Keep GI Joe.
4: Are you asking me? Are you asking me again? Yeah. 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 GI. Oh yeah. G. Rat in the bin. GI Joe in the bunker.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> That is it yeah. Awesome. Awesome sir. So um so you've just been accumulating more and more stuff in the the Mad Max 2 museum. So currently you're shut because of the lockdown. Uh, but when uh when the lockdown's not on, what times what days and times are you sort of open just for people who are planning to travel over to Australia in the next, you know, once everything's open again.
4: Well we're we'll open every day every day of the year apart from apart from uh like th- pop, pop, it's usually three over Christmas. Yeah, Christmas because mm-hmm. we visit, we, we visit the family over here. One of the kids over here. Um, so that that's so all year round. And then, uh, normally it's two week in February because it can be fifty degrees out here and there's no beauty. Our tourist season here is over the winter. In inland in Australia is over the winter because it's more pleasurable to travel. Uh, but it's summer um, on the course because people get the ocean and everything like that. I've got the audience. Um, so, but it's, but we're all year round and we open at, uh, we're, we're open at 10 till 4. We, we initially opened, when we first opened, we opened at 9 till 5, but we found that there was really nobody around really until 10 o'clock. So we thought, why, you know, why open earlier when I can be doing other things? So we, we, we so it's, yeah, so it's 10 to 4. All year round. But we always recommend, because anything can happen. The thing is, if we get rain out on the, on the Adelaide Road, which is not far from here, the actual entrance, you know, the, uh, uh, coming in from Adelaide. If we, if we get rain out there and it comes off the hills and the creeks run, um, if both creeks are Black Hill and Silverton Creek, there's not much gap between. You're stuck. Yeah. You can't get in or out. So we advise people, and, and other reasons as well, but we do advise people to um, contact us. Um, before they set off for a special trip. So just, and, and we can say, well, look, yeah, everything's fine. Or look, we think it's going to rain. We think the creek might run. But but no, it, you know, most of the time it's all good. So, so apart from over Christmas and, um, no, we're opening Easter Day as well. And I think New Year's Day we're open as well. So yeah, just over over Christmas and those two weeks in February. But you wouldn't, anybody coming from overseas, especially from anywhere around Europe, would, would really not want to come in February. Uh, well, any time over the summer, and uh, it, it's just, it's absolutely lethal. We we learn the hard way, yeah. um, what we, we can, you don't realize, um, you know, you, you get excited, you think, oh, I can, you know, take the top off, get a nice sun, sunburn. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, it's nothing to do with the tan, it's burned. <laughs> um, it, 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 it's
1: absolutely
4: lethal, it really is. So, Especially when you, you come can... from
1: Britain and we are not used to any yeah. sun. <laughs>
4: that, that, that's the thing, you know. I, I'm, I'm still surprised. Every morning, I, this is a great thing about living out here. I, I mean, I, I, we do need the rain, but the great thing is as well is is um, it, it's sun pretty much all year Very, very, very rare that you have any overcast days here. So it's just great to wake up in the morning and have the sun shining through the window. It kind of puts you in a real good mood, yeah. you know. And, but then again. All relative to where you live when we lived in England, that's all we knew. A few, you know, you had, you had your summer with a few sunny days, and you might have overcast days, but it's only till you have something to compare exactly. it to. Hmm. That you is, there a, is there anything you miss but, from Bradford? Um,
3: the Indian takeaway following the mighty leads, obviously.
4: The le- no, actually, <laughs> actually, I've started to <laughs> city. When the um, when they got into premiership, it wasn't for long, but we were so proud that Bradford City got. I think what was that in the 90s, wasn't it? Was it early 90s? I can't remember now. Um, but um, uh, the, the thing I, I do, I miss, I miss a lot about about Bradford because I'm a very sentimental person, and um, and I do, I do, miss a, a lot. I, t- I tell you what, I've noticed that there's a big difference. In, although I don't drink now, I don't, I haven't, I don't go in pubs. Well, there's only one here anyway, but I don't go in pubs, and I don't drink I need to, because we have because it, it, it because we've got like from here it's 20 20 23 k's to broken hill um i like to keep a clear head and i'm always busy anyway i don't really have time yeah. to, to to drink I'm like a coffee man really but um um i forgot what was uh, the pubs um i don't think you can beat northern pubs the, the pub well the pubs in in in, in england in general I suppose, but but the pubs that we used to in over there that that atmosphere Mm. um yeah. i think is is what i miss and the the um the, the countryside out there i think is i don't, i think it's just incredible yeah. i remember when i was I first went camping in the lakes district and, and out, you know that um, where else was i went just you know all around the harrogate area all those areas and that that are just in york it's just it was just beautiful I, I think that's what i miss but uh, unfortunately that the you know cuz a lot of people you know a lot of people that have come through the museum say oh it must be uh, you came here because it was better than here. I said, no, no, no not, not at all. You know, I said, I said I had a great life. I love, I love living in England. I love living in Bradford, and I said it was just this passion that was yeah. drawing me, drawing me over here. You know, that's that's where it was leading. But there are so many things I miss. It, it, it's, but I am, I am a pretty sentimental person. Sometimes I think back about the the things we used to do over there that, that you know that are different to here. But it, yeah, I've done it and, and I've enjoyed it. You know, and, and 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 I said when I stepped off the plane here. Um, I think thirteen years ago now. I said, look, you know, I've, I've had my great life in England, and now really I have to. I've, I've been lucky enough to be given the opportunity now to to live in Australia and do what I need to do. So uh, I, I concentrate on, on on really moving forward with the museum and, and, and my life here. Linda still goes back. Yeah, she goes back um, quite to to see her family and that. But to be honest, rather than me. Go, but I, I don't really have anybody back there such, I don't really have any uh, family Daniel, there, or anything. Daniel <laughs> Daniel uh, you, know what? This... you can't yeah. forget
1: about Daniel
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even he's what in he my does... heart now, poor <laughs> Daniel left behind Because this he couldn't keep it in the trousers
4: <laughs> <laughs> Only you know, three times does... <laughs> what he fails to t- is actually where I was going with this, this <laughs> thing he... <laughs> We, when we, yeah, he doesn't complain we pay for him to come over oh, to Australia.
0: Yeah, he didn't say anything about that, did he? he yeah.
4: But that, that's what I'd rather uh-huh. do. Rather than waste money on going back and really, yeah. you know, not having really anybody apart from Daniel, Um I'd rather pay for somebody like Daniel to come over, you know, to, to, to come over. I'd rather pay for somebody to come and experience Australia. Somebody that wouldn't have uh, ordinarily have the opportunity to do it. Maybe they could never afford anything like that. I'd rather use the money to get somebody... Somebody to come over here. So, yeah. but uh, is he still online, Daniel? Is he, I bet. He's, oh, I, bet yeah, he's still I bet he is.
1: He's still alive. He's still waiting for you a moment, <laughs> and you say that you hand over the museum to him.
0: Uh, I've got, I've got a couple of questions. So, <laughs> on the new Fury Road film, uh, what was your favourite character on Fury Road?
4: Uh, I'll tell you who it was, and they made a big mistake because they killed him off too quick. The ace.
0: Yeah.
4: At the start. Yeah, the war boy, the the main one. The, well, he was the, the one that Charlene Seron punched and he fell off and that was it because he, he realised she was going the wrong way. Um, oh, came okay, on the side of
3: the truck, yeah.
4: Yeah, he wasn't an actor. He was security. He was His, his, his military, is, uh, uh, John Isles, John Isles they call him, yeah. Um, I just thought it was great. I mean, I know people would have probably expected me to say people that had these f- big, yeah. you know, fancy costumes like the people but no, I I, I was really um, and actually I was really surprised uh, with Megan Gale because Megan Gale, a uh, uh, well uh, as well that was in it, um, uh, that was up. You remember she was up the pylon with no claws yeah. on. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, I had not even noticed
3: that. <laughs> I'm not sure oh, that, why. That, that bit of my, my my film's actually worn
4: out
3: now.
4: Well, she couldn't. <laughs> she could have done the same job with the claws on. No, she But couldn't. she chose to take them off. And well, Megan, I she thought took as well. She the off. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, Well, uh, uh, also, also, I think Megan, she got to run over by the by the paper eaters' big Mercedes four wheel drive thing, didn't yeah. she? She, but but she was another one. I thought that that, that could have developed. <laughs> but the ace, um, I, I think the ace. Uh, I don't know. There was just something about him. It's his old presence. I don't know. There was. Um, there was too many, there was too many different characters, weren't there? There were too many different things that yeah. it was all quick, wasn't it? I remember when I first watched, it, I thought I'll have to watch that again just to double check what I just saw. And so, yeah, everything was too, it was so visual, yeah. wasn't it? But, but the ace, I think I would say the ace, um, yeah, definitely. I'm thinking, I mean, they were all good, they were all unusual and good characters, definitely. You know, Charlie, Siron, and you, The the. Um, in Martin Joe, they were, they were all All different, weren't they? Completely different characters. But, but, but if I would, if, if I, would, I had to pick one, if I was, if I had one to, if there was one person to take to lunch, it would have been yes <laughs> take to know. lunch,
0: yeah. Oh,
1: but you know what? Daniel is so happy that he will come to the 40th anniversary next year because you're going to pay for his flight. He says,
0: he's, mm, <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Daniel, I'm trying here, I'm trying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I really do
4: left him back in the UK
0: Yeah, I can see why you left him now I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we have For next week's guest, do you have a question For next week's guest? He is a guy who's Well, oh. hold on,
1: one of the war boys oh, okay, sorry. Lila just says He fell <sighs> off, but we didn't see him die
3: Ah. Oh. Good we didn't things. see Nux die either, for that matter. No, no. Are you no. listening, Mister Miller? We did not see Nux
4: die, did we, George?
1: Oh no, didn't we not?
4: Do mm? you know? Isn't it funny that that in in Mad Max in in like Mad Max or Mad Max Two, when somebody ended up getting thrown off the tanker or somebody, you, you actually saw them yeah. get crushed or get thrown off. Isn't that that's because that, they got completely fucked in the filming. They were they were thrown off.
3: They were killed.
1: <laughs> I bet it's all the mother milk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we don't like that, but when, when he when he does that that does that flip
4: and ends up in the ditch. Oh my gosh! That, yeah. yeah, yeah, exit one leg. <laughs> Incredible. It, it was uh, it, yeah. Well, there was no OHS back then No occupational health and safety, so they did what the But but no, that's good. That was that, that was one of the viewers at some that just mentioned that. Yeah, the, it's funny yeah. you never saw anybody. One of our war war wo-
1: wo- boys over in America mentioned yeah.
4: that. Was that
1: whisper? Yeah, whisper. Yeah. So
4: you what
1: actually didn't see anybody no. hit the ground, no, did you?
4: No, no, no. <sniffs> she is on the ball. Yep. I, I
0: must admit, one of my favourite characters from Mad Max 2, well, first of all, I, I saw it when I was about 11, and it totally corrupted my whole life, and, and that's why we've turned out into like a post-apocalyptic band, etc. I, uh, I wanted to grow up to be a cross between the feral kid and Wes, so I was in Worcester. I was an eleven-year-old kid. I had I had a boomerang. <laughs> I wanted some American football shoulder pads, which is like almost impossible to get in the UK. Uh, and uh, I've I've seen Mad Max Two. Oh,
1: Kevin, you're gone.
2: <laughs> Kevin, just, you're just gone. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> enjoy God. the silence. We, we know silence. a song about that. <sighs>
0: Peace,
2: I'm
1: back yeah. oh,
0: sorry you just that.
1: enjoyed the silence I to get a little <laughs> sing song As
0: But yeah just fact, to- fact. totally blew me away So uh, <laughs> next week we have on uh, We've got um, The Lord Humongous We've got Tank from the UK Well
1: I have to put something in first for the war boys They don't die If they die They live again
4: Yeah and that's right That's right. I I can't hear anybody at the moment.
1: Well, we can hear you. Yeah,
0: we can hear you. uh, Adi, can you hear me?
1: Yeah. I can hear you. No, we can't hear
0: you. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Hold on. I think... I can hear you. You're back. You can't
3: hear yourself.
0: You shouldn't
1: drink alcohol, you know. It's not good for you.
3: Alcohol idea um yeah you're up you might no no you're not on mute have we, we got anything you. from anybody you. no yes read the yeah. chat read the bloody <laughs> chat
0: <laughs> uh, can oh the people can the people the alcohol watching, uh, can you hear anything me no
1: well we can hear you kev mm-hmm.
0: oh, i am back on i am back on ad can you hear me sir back on the yeah, <laughs> sorry about that it was all my fault I had a load of issues on this side so next uh, next week we've got um the Lord Humongous Tank from America
4: right. Lord Humongous uh, on have you as met as
0: Tank has he been over there
4: I've met Tank on several occasions he's been over and he's uh, he's been fantastic Is. um when I, I think I said this, I think I said this to Tank when he, when he played and I wasn't just saying it; I, I actually meant it. When you see Tank in, in a, as a humongous, you, you can't tell the difference. No. I mean, I know, you know, it's, 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 it's absolutely brilliant. We had we had a guy from Broken Hill. We had a guy from Broken Hill saying that he uh, mentioned this. He said, "Oh, he said you, you get that guy that was the humongous in the film to come over." The door. Yeah, I said that's not the real guy. So that's that's a guy from America. I said that's. <laughs> One of the fans, of the- he's the real person. But yeah, no, he is true. just
1: amazing. Well, another thing, um, we have to bring up the dance video, Mark. So we had uh, Warboy Steve brought in another dance video this week, an ex video for our fans to to challenge on. So and I think yeah, we had we some entries. Did you have a look at the videos yet?
3: Yeah, yes. This time I've actually bothered to look <laughs> at it.
1: Aren't um, you prepared?
3: I have prepared it. Yes. Um, I've because got it I am not. Two. I've, I've I've got it down to two. Um,
1: okay.
3: Which uh um coming in a, a very valiant second was Freak Bear. Um, only slightly let down by the fact that I don't think he could actually see what he was doing. Um, which is a slight, a slight issue. Um so I suggest well, he learns it. He's still it
1: learning, me. he's in the progress.
3: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so so uh, the vote goes to uh Mark Standings, Mrs. Allison. Allison, <laughs> Allison.
4: Allison. Allison Yay! Yay!
3: <laughs> Well done. Freak Bear, better luck next.
0: So, time. so what this is A D, are you still on, sir? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a, we have like a, uh, a fitness, a war boy fitness class every week, which they post a video up of them doing this fitness class. So, uh, just to try and keep everybody mm. healthy and sane.
1: War boy, Steve, is he online? I don't know if he's, he's in the chat we somewhere. We'll share
0: it over with you. Don't, not see him. Uh, but yeah, so every week we've got this, uh, like fitness routine to one of our songs. Uh, and, uh. People sending uh, videos of themselves doing it, and then we vote on who's the best. <laughs>
1: you know, to keep all active and still, you know, keep the moves while we are keep locked all in. Keep the moves, basically. That, <laughs> so, I mean, Adi, so think as
0: we're just about to to, to, to finish. Have you uh, have you got any dirt or or any funny stories about Tank? Anything that <laughs> that we can embarrass him with next week?
4: No, he's always been a good boy when he's come in. I don't know. There's nothing really I can. I'm trying to think if there is anything. No, there isn't anything that I've been embarrassing with. And and to be honest, have you seen the size? Yeah, of the that, one of yeah. No, <laughs> no true, he yeah. lifted me
1: up on stage. Honestly, and I wasn't even head height with my shoulders. So even when he lifted me up, I'm like, Jesus, mate.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. That, that's why we're trying to get somebody else to dish the dirt, not us. We're I not think that dodgy. So, yes.
0: so uh, anybody <laughs> you'd like to do a show yes. to Aid? Before we we sign off on the channel,
1: well, we are not signed off yet. We have to get some oh, yeah, some yeah. We, results I here,
0: don't we? Think, is there anybody mm-hmm. you'd
4: like to just do a big shout out to, Aid? Oh well, I've, well, I mean, to be honest, I'd like to just give a big shout out to all the fans that are, just everybody that's out there that have been supportive of us. and and with you know, just it, it's humbling, you know, and that's that's all I can say really. So just to, uh, we just hope that everybody at some kind can some point can make it out here to the. Uh, the wastelands and come and see us at the museum but yeah just just a big big high and a big thanks to everybody that's 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 you know everybody that's in our post-apocalyptic world yeah and And also
0: a big thank you to you ad and linda for actually doing it you know the mad people from bradford moved over to australia and opened up the one and only (laughs) mad max 2 museum you know so awesome round of applause everybody Absolute star, living the dream, living the dream.
1: So I just heard that Warboy Steve is online. So Warboy Steve, did I see that right? You were challenged for a cage (laughs) fight in America in September.
0: I think he was actually. So uh, while we're waiting for him to come back, sorry about uh, it. All went mute on me. I've got like a mute on my cable, and I actually leant on it, and I muted myself. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you see, it's too much alcohol. You got know, sideways w- now. I
0: was drinking AD. I was drinking old peculiar. So been, I'm, I'm on the old see, peculiar at the moment. <laughs> if you people,
1: of oh, no, things you're missing from home.
3: People have said that um, about you. Yeah,
4: you can that here. I'm not sure. I've, I've never heard of old peculiar over here. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm just you, you. brought it all back to me now. Younger Scotch oh, steep. So, well. I, the I, thing
1: I, is, I, you know, no, you know, the thing is, next year when Daniel's flying over, you know, for the flight you're paying, <laughs> he's bringing you some. <laughs> the you keep
0: hinting on that. I must admit, I think Bradford's got probably some of the best curries I've ever had.
4: Oh, it, it was a curry, a curry capital of the, of, of the world, yeah. wasn't it? It was just incredible. You could, every street corner was fantastic. You, nothing, nothing better was than after a few beers on a night out, you go finish with a curry. But absolutely
1: fun. Yeah, that's how, it. That's how, it. It's how, very British thing, you... I have to say. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. how
3: more English can you be? <laughs>
0: have an Indian so... takeaway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Mark, do we have a uh, do we have a winner for the um, Thunderdome? The celebrity Thunderdome was it? Was it uh A D and uh, and Drone with James Bond? I think we did really well on that A D. We we tag teamed that uh, against Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> it was very it was a, It was. A, this is going. you're gonna have nightmares about this ad for the next few years you'll be like and then they were talking about wallace and gromit and james bond it was all very strange it's like a to be fair it's still only about six o'clock in the morning so this is probably a, just a bizarre dream you've it
3: was, it, 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 it was a very close run thing it,
1: just, it was
0: very close actually i was following okay who was the winner then stig yeah.
3: Well, it, it's not Mr. Bond, I'm afraid. Oh, yes. Tag team or not, I'm afraid the boom, the the, boom. The, well, the, the, the the skills of uh, Skelly. We exactly. were robbed.
1: Skelly, mate, Skelly, mate. We, we, we I don't we think were you were.
3: Robbed. That's all I can say. Skelly, <laughs> how many
1: are these now? How many wins have you got it's in about, your belt now? Six,
0: He's very good at this. He, but um, Mr. Minty beat you though. Uh, but
1: Skelly has no, to do no, one more thing.
0: thing
1: man or cheese. We haven't man done or man, cheese. Or cheese we have do man or
2: cheese yet. Yeah, we but have that's to. On, that's not an explain because it it's more fun when <laughs> people are confused. <laughs> yeah, okay? man or so... cheese. We have to play man and cheese. Okay, really, this is Skelly. just
0: truly a bizarre game. Just say, just just, just go with the flow on this. Just
2: go with it. And gut feeling. Just go Just David Dickinson. Just, you... Man or cheese. Yeah. So, say again, Skelly. Ruin the moment. David Dickinson, man or cheese.
0: So, is he a man? Oh, man, He's a man.
2: Or oh, is he a cheese? Oh, he's a... <laughs> Ooh,
0: who
2: was that? He he's the, to he's the, a, antique folk.
0: the one who's like a funny
1: teeth. He's possibly not known in Australia, probably... Patrick. So, so how,
3: how about pick a program that you might have
1: actually
0: seen in <laughs> what Australia? What about <laughs> Phil Collins? Do you know Phil Collins? Phil Collins, man or cheese? Oh, oh, exactly. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Finally! <laughs> <gets it> right. <laughs> yeah. He hated by the world. That's all I could say. Stig, do you have uh, sorry, Skelly? Do you have another one?
2: Ian McShane, man or cheese? Ooh! I mean, really, you've got a chance, you have to pick one. It's like, it, oh,
3: one.
1: yeah, pick one, man or cheese. you got 50
2: 50 My chance. Ian, man, he man. is a, man. <laughs> a oh, man.
0: You are good at you're, that, you're you know. Good. Uh, I would say a uh, camembert, man or
4: cheese. Oh.
0: No. <laughs> uh, what Camembert
4: Camembert. I think that's definitely a cheese, hey ad you are on <laughs> fire sir you
0: are on fire <laughs> um so um just uh, what, one other thing then uh ad just uh is there any TV shows or anything you're watching at the moment anything you could uh you could um uh, inform the audience of anything that's good to watch or tv
4: show or anything like that we could yeah check out um australian tv um i have to say and i'm going to embarrass myself fully okay. here married at first sight i've enjoyed and house rules my house rules the diy yeah. show but but married at sight i've right, enjoyed <laughs> And I don't normally watch a lot of telly, but that, that those are the ones. Oh, yeah. What else was there? No, I think that's it at the moment. I think that's it. Yeah, married, married, married at first sight. The, it's actually finished now. It's actually just mm. finished that one. But, but House Rules is still on. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> really enjoyable. Just a young. <laughs> but um, I, yeah. can that's, I? Can I, really can,
3: can I? Can I just say that the most post-apocalyptic thing I've come across on Chatville is that uh, Sam Nicholson. Um, Couldn't do the fitness video because he's uh, he can't move because he's been gardening all week. How post-apocalyptic is that? Nice one, Sam. Isn't it Sam's birthday
0: tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah,
1: so it is tomorrow, Sam. Happy birthday, Sam. Happy birthday, birthday, Sam. That was my dance for you. Um,
0: I think we we were supposed to be playing um, Club Antichrist in London next month. But, uh, in in June. June, but at the moment everything. Well,
1: we haven't heard anything yet, so we had we had a question on that online. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, it's not cancelled, but you know, seeing how all the death rates are going with nearly a thousand a day, I do not think that in June anything is active in this country. So let's wait and see. So we we have another month to go. So, but officially, we haven't heard anything of the Antichrist. So. As soon we hear, we we will announce. But like the international gigs, everything has been cancelled so far up to end of August. So no shows from B2A anywhere internationally. So we just have to wait and well, really stay safe until we can do anything. So
0: AD, as well, when we come over to Silverton and we play that next year, we're going to get Mr. Minty on stage with us with our snow cannons, etc. Are you going to join us on stage? Yeah,
4: I think I will. Yes. I think I will. I'm going to push awesome. the ball.
0: Are you stage
4: days. diving with me? <laughs> oh, one of our other sons did that once. The youngest Adam did a stage dive and everybody moved out of the way. I might give that a <laughs> miss.
1: <laughs> what, uh, well, I'd take Daniel with me. <laughs> That's a typical Because
4: he's stage coming diving. over with
1: us, yeah. isn't he? So. Never miss.
0: Exactly. What outfit would you wear on stage? Because you have rather a lot. Is there, is there a certain um, outfit you think, I could wear that on stage?
4: I don't know, I might surprise you. I
3: might
2: have to surprise <laughs> I, I like...
3: <laughs>
4: What? Got to wear something. Yeah. I'm open for the French made
2: one. <laughs>
3: A French made one. A what, French I think made made, in, made,
1: in, made, made in, France. in France. I hope you made, Steve.
3: <laughs> I don't. It wasn't me. But he's getting one that's wiped clean. Getting's Skelly, mm. got the apron on at the moment.
0: It is. It it. Is. <laughs> How do you and, know? And, and the, the fluff. It dust. is quite. It is quite funny that a lot of the um, the Mad Max Two were, uh, outfits were sort of very S and M driven, weren't they? Yes.
4: The- they were, yeah. Well, she was... do she was, you know it's funny because when you uh, when you kind of look at the description, <clears throat> excuse me, in the script, it's it's really not what you see in the film. <laughs> um, and Norma, um, which is yeah, but but Norma did a fantastic. She got an uh, she got an Australian Film Institute Award for the costume design on Mad Max too. And you know the the great thing about what she did is. Um, there was nothing there that was outrageously futuristic. It was everything yeah. that you could buy in an S a M shop, uh, oh. pretty, pretty incredible, really, including the uh, the cod pieces. Do you like that? I like that. It was a nice touch, wasn't it? The little cod yeah. pieces.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Didn't
4: yeah. Need to. No, well, we need a cod <laughs> piece. But yeah, that's, yeah, but um, yeah, she uh, she did an incredible job. Well, she, she, normal was heavily involved once she in the seventies in the punk scene as well. So she got yeah. all this, all, right. all, all the ideas from. But, yeah, everything you know. about. Don't get me started on the film. Oh my God, everything about it was fantastic. I'll be here all night. <laughs>
3: well, well that's I thought. Happens.
4: The reason they wore all
2: S- they all wore S and M gear was the only shop they could get to in the future was Wish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, they, that's,
2: a, that's all they could order from, so that's why they all dressed like that. Uh, uh, I, you know, uh, and it
3: did look like that in the picture. Yeah. It, it's as good as any other for any other reason. I didn't look at. <laughs> oh man I blame
1: the isolation
0: I do it's (laughs) been an absolute pleasure
1: hey never ever ever
0: and the answer is Mark Mark? what what did the audience think so AD what did you think did you think it was the um, the limousine the air air conditioned limousine or the tank through Worcester
4: I think it was a limousine. I think it was a limousine. I'm pretty sure I've seen one over at Wasteland Weekend. I'd definitely have
3: a limousine. Well, those who who know Wasteland
4: know the answer. Yes.
3: Most people reckon that it should be Mechanised Tank Girl. But they'd be wrong. They know, but because
1: they know me, I get so many speeding tickets. Every time I go to Germany, I get speeding tickets at least. (laughs) But a tank is still on my list to do. So yeah, I was driving in the desert with a limo, with our good friend from uh, Minnesota.
0: And
4: hey, will
0: and yeah, we will. We were go. We were Bill. going to yeah. We were- Bill, we, Bill, were Bill, to a inter- to Bill we were going to an interview. Bill, our I we were going to an interview in Wasteland Weekend. You have to come over, AD. It is absolutely awesome. Wasteland Weekend. It's like a- you are in the film. They've got a Thunderdome.
1: Like and- you are living in the scene of the film, and Wasteland Weekend, you're actually being part of the film. Yes.
3: But didn't because. Uh, because Bill Bill drove the band to the uh, to the actual gig round the back of the stage in the limo all yeah. the way through Waystand in this in this I don't know 74 Oldsmobile or something air conditioned proper it rock was and roll. It
1: like yeah, and,
3: and he got so much flack for not being in in, uh, <laughs> in post apocalyptic, and he just he just raised the finger, but fuck <laughs> you, not this is the band. I think we're, Brilliant.
0: Brilliant. Awesome. I thought we were getting told off feel. until he wound the window down and, he, and they realised V2A were in the back because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we always cause trouble. <laughs> we have rule breakers. It's, it's, yeah, we're just rule breakers. <laughs> ah, awesome. I think, guys, we are coming to the end of the show. Uh, AD, it has been an absolute pleasure, sir. You are truly a star. You are living the dream. Um, and we are, everybody in the whole... World is excited to come over and see uh, the Mad Max Museum. So we are all coming. Yeah.
1: And I'm so looking forward to meet Daniel.
4: <laughs> oh, yes, he'll be looking forward to meeting you as well, I'm sure. <laughs> um, it, look, look, it's been a, a, an absolute pleasure. It's been, a, I think it's been a good life, hasn't it? I'm sorry yeah. I just, I'm sorry I missed a bit on the James Bond thing. No, don't <laughs> no, uh, worry,
1: but John came in.
2: And
4: you're still lost. And he knows <laughs> the
1: rules, <laughs> and you're still lost.
2: Don't rub it in too much. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, guys.
4: Right. It, absolutely, it's been absolutely fantastic. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to meet you guys over here, and and uh, uh, we're just going to have the best time. But it, no, it's been it's been absolutely. You 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 great people. You just thank yeah, you. Yeah, just great people. It's-
0: so in a few
1: I can't wait to see the museum I seriously I cannot wait to see you know all the detail because you know what I've seen but people haven't seen yet because it has been released but on the documentary I just cannot wait to just browse through your shop you know to the museum and just look at each single piece and thinking like this is all original you know this is part of what we're watching on television so
0: I can't wait for this I'm so excited I'm also done. is there anything you would like us to bring over tea bags beer curry I'm not Daniel.
1: <laughs> uh-uh.
4: No way, no how. Sorry, anything, anything <laughs> trying to think now what there is. What, what, what the because the, because the, the, they do have the English shops here, but it's very expensive, you see, and you've got to ship it over. But anything, I tell you what, a box a box of uh, Yorkshire tea will be fantastic. Awesome. Uh, York, you can get a little bit. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just, just a little box or whatever. A little box of Yorkshire tea would be fantastic. Yeah. with the so,
0: def- Like a, a suitcase done. full or something. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> we will also get you on the show in a few weeks' time when we can announce officially to the world the V2A Mad Max 2 Museum official T-shirt that will only be available through AD and the mm-hmm. Mad Max Museum uh, as a special thank you just for you guys being absolutely
4: awesome oh that's that's just fantastic absolutely it's a, that's just and, and i've i had a quick look at the designs very 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 oh, nice yeah. very, that's thanks so much for doing that it means a lot to us thank you
1: Okay. Okay, guys, it was really good to see you all, especially, you know, our super guest today. I really was looking forward to tonight. I had a really good blast and I enjoyed my drinks, which I'd like to share with you guys. And I cannot wait to see you next week. So please stay safe, you know, the way of this shit virus, whatever that is, stay safe, you know, don't get ill and just Stay out the way. Don't think it's sunshine and it's nothing. Seriously, just stay out the way and hope it blow over soon. So, yeah, we missed our first gig this weekend, which I'm super sad about because I'm dying to go on stage. But it will not happen for a long time, I reckon. So we have a little bit more of Freak Show. So, yeah, so we'll have a bit more online with us. So we will entertain Excellent. you Try and, at and least. Massive
0: thanks yeah. to Adie, and massive thanks to Linda, who, who also helped and organized it. And have a wonderful Sunday morning. Or, or yes I'm really good
3: to yeah. meet
1: you no and problem. thank you as well thank you Stig
3: thank you Stig no problems and thank Patrick thanks thanks, for some brilliant input yes. I missed you Great all night.
1: so much you cannot okay then, guys <laughs> goodbye from us and
0: see you bye. next week Bye. bye